The songwriter said that life is filled with swift transitions. Not on earth unmoved can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hands. And sometimes those swift transitions can make you feel like you're going through it all by yourself. This is The Motivated Mondays podcast, and we're here to start every week with a proclamation of praise, prayer, and absolute positivity. I'm your host, Dr. Al R. Harris Jr., and I want to thank you in advance for tuning in with us each and every Monday. Guys, I had the blessed privilege of attending an HBCU, Grambling State University. While I was there, I was there with one of my best friends, and uh, both of us spent a whole lot of time fellowshipping, sometimes more than in our academic pursuits. Uh, One of the things that we learned to do there was to play the game of dominoes. Now, I didn't really embrace it that much, but uh, my friend really did. In fact, his dad is one of the best domino players in the parish where he was from. After attending there a year at Grambling, he decided that he was better than his dad. Went home and he challenged his dad and said, I want to play you in a game of dominoes because I know that I'm better than you. His dad asked him, so what makes you think that you're better than me? He says to his dad, well, I've had the opportunity to matriculate the campus of this institution of higher learning, and so I've learned to play dominoes from a different perspective, so I'm better than you. His dad said, well, come on Friday, and you can play with us. Of course, he joined his dad and his cronies on Friday, and his dad even gave him the privilege of washing the bones. And there he washed the bones, and they began to draw their hand. And after everybody had drawn their hand, my friend looked at his dominoes and did something that shocked the rest of the players. He put it back and began to shove his dominoes back to the pile. When his dad saw him doing it, he threw his arm up and asked him, son, what are you doing? He says, well, dad, where I'm from, when you draw four doubles, you're able to put your dominoes back and draw another hand. His dad looked at him and said, well, son, where I'm from, when you draw a hand, that's the hand that you have to play with it and win with it. Guys, that's what I want to talk to you about, winning with the hand that life has dealt you. Every now and then, all of us fall into situations and circumstances where we feel like we've been dealt a hand, that life has dealt us something that we don't feel like we can win with that hand. And yet life doesn't afford us the privilege of being able to put the hand back. But we've not only got to play with that hand, but we've got to win with the hand that life has dealt us. In the Bible, in 2 Corinthians chapter number 12, beginning at verses number 7 through 10, there's a very interesting story where the Apostle Paul finds himself, like most of us, with a hand that he really didn't like. In fact, he asked God basically to take this hand back. He said, for this thing, I besought the Lord thrice that he would take it away from me. And yet God says to him, like what my friend's dad, no, I'm not going to take it away. My grace is sufficient for you. You can't put it back, but you've got to win with the hand that you have been dealt. Oftentimes life throws us a curve. We deal with the problems, the perils, and the predicaments. And sometimes things just happen that we don't feel like we can win with that particular hand. And yet you've got to play with it and win with it. We're oftentimes amazed at individuals who were dealt a hand. And they did amazing, phenomenal things in spite of the hand that they were dealt. 
individuals like Stevie Wonder, who's born blind and yet gives us some of the most remarkable music that we've ever listened to. Ray Charles, who goes blind as a kid and yet goes on to do remarkable things. Individuals that we've looked at and that we've seen them suffer through handicaps and things, and yet they go on to do great things in spite of the hand that life had dealt them. I had a conversation with the wise old Apostle Paul, this tent maker from Tarsus and this gospel globetrotter, and he gave me some points that I need to share with you today as to how you're going to win with the hand that life has dealt you. The first reason why he was able to do it because he discovered the designated purpose for his pain. He discovered the designated purpose for his pain. Oftentimes we find ourselves and we go through things in life and the pain is so traumatic that we become angry with God. We're angry with everybody else. But what we fail to understand is that sometimes there is a designated purpose for the pain that you're going through. You have to read verses 1 through 6 in order to understand this. Because Paul says, I was given a glimpse at things that, that's not even lawful for me to come back here on earth and talk about. And then he moves into verse 7 and says, because of these things that was given to me, a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet me. In essence, he understood that I might not get beyond myself, that I might not stick my nose so high up in the cloud that if it rained, I'd drown. He said, God tempered me. And God says to me, listen, I'm going to give you something else that will bring about some level of balance in your life. And so he begins to understand the designated purpose for his pain. You're not going through anything alone. And the only way that you're ever going to be able to know the kind of God that you serve is when you go through some things in your life and discover that everything that I went through, there was a purpose for it. So he said, I understood it because there's a designated purpose for my pain. But why else was he able to win with the hand that life gave him? Not only did he discover the designated purpose for his pain, but then he developed the discipline of prayer. He said, for this thing, I besought the Lord thrice doesn't really mean that he prayed three times, but that's Hebrew colloquialism. What he's saying is that I prayed for real. I wasn't just getting down saying my prayers, but I was actually praying my prayers. And can I tell you that anything that pushes you to pray is a great thing. Anything that helps you to develop the discipline of praying is a great thing. The George Barnet Research Group discovered that the average Christian prays less than 15 minutes a week. The old church used to remind us that if you got much prayer, you got much power. If you got little prayer, you got little power. And if you got no prayer, you've got no power. And so therefore, Paul says, the reason why I was able to win with the hand that life gave me is because I developed the discipline of prayer. There's a third thing he says, though. He says, the third thing I did is that I discerned God's divine presence. It is this hand that I was dealt that caused me to be able to discern God's divine presence. Listen, if you've never been sick, how would you know that God can heal? So you never know him as a doctor. If you've never been broke, how do you know that he'll make a way out of no way? If you've never been down, how do you know that he'll lift you up? It is sometimes the hand that we've been dealt and the things that we go through that causes us to be able to detect God's presence and we would not have detected it otherwise. And so Paul says that while I was going through this thing, going through this thorn in my flesh, it was that that caused me to be able to detect God's divine presence in a way that I probably would have missed it otherwise. But then finally he says that not only was I able to detect God's divine presence, not only did I develop the discipline of prayer, not only did I discern that there is a reason for the pain in my life, he said, but the final thing was this, I began 
to develop dynamically and deepen as a person. I was shallow at first, but after I went through these things, I found myself not only able to praise God because of the check in the mail, I got a new house or a new car, but I found myself able to praise him even in spite of the things that I'm going through. I'm no longer shallow, surface, and superficial, but my relationship and my walk with God has become more and more real. And it is through those things that has helped me to be able to determine that I can win, not just play, but win with the hand that life has dealt me. I pray that something has been said and something has been done that will cause you to not just play, but to win in spite of the hand that you have been dealt. As I was writing this and thinking on these thoughts, there was a song that came to my mind, and I really want to share this with you. Praise the Lord. Would you join me in a word of prayer? Father God, we thank you and we give you praise and glory, thanksgiving and adoration for this word. God, I pray, Lord, right now that as somebody goes throughout this week, Father God, that these principles and precepts will be brought back to their memory, Father God, and they will know that they can not only just play, but they can win with the hand that life has dealt them. And we'll be so mindful to give your name the praise and the glory forever and ever. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen. Listen, thanks again for joining us. And as you go about your week, you go out and know this, that you have the power to conquer the week.